Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode 35 of the Keto Matrix podcast. This episode, we are going to focus on one of my favorite things in the world that transforms the taste of meat, seasonings. But before we do, let's talk about meat. If you guys have not gone over to Laura's Lean, which you can find at MyersNaturalFoods.com, you guys are missing out. Laura's Lean is absolutely my favorite choice when it comes to selecting grass-fed and grass-finished beef products or their jerky or their grilled chicken breast, or I shouldn't say grilled because you could do anything with the chicken breast, right? Or any of their other meats that are there. Definitely go check it out. Hey, and if you guys use Team LLB15, you'll get 15% off your order. Again, it's Team LLB15 to get 15% off your order. I love them. I trust them. And to be honest with you, it's one of the most amazing things that pair with Casey, who we're going to interview with today from Tactic Calories. So Casey, I mean, he's been someone I've followed for a really long time. I've been using his seasonings for a really long time, and I really wanted to to kind of get a, a better idea of the background behind how we started it, why, and all of those things. Check the show notes for the discount code, but definitely go over to Tactic Calories. He's got some other all keto friendly seasonings to check out, which we talk about in this episode, as well as the different things as far as texture and grind sizes and the manipulation of putting the seasonings together that truly help and differentiate Tactic Calories from anything else. So enjoy the episode. We appreciate you. If you think this is something that other people will listen to and say, hey, I didn't know there was that much to season share it like subscribe and thank you so much for being the best part of the keto matrix podcast Brittany and i truly do appreciate you let's jump into the episode the keto matrix podcast where myths are busted science is explained and the keto lifestyle is discussed by industry experts and everyday people alike for more information and support go to the ketomatrix.com now let's jump into our latest episode Oh, Brittany, it's going to be one of those days, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm all over did the place. I, I did. The hawk has definitely been diminished. And you know what's yeah, funny yeah. is that I took a picture. None of our listeners are actually going to be able to see this, but I took a picture like right before I actually went to the barbershop. The barber's like, there's no way I can cut through that. You're going to have to go figure out how to like, straighten it out and pick it out. And so I, I literally had to go across the street to the gym and um, wash my hair out. And it, it probably took me like a good 30 minutes so that he could at least cut it. And I was like, what's the longest guard you have? Because I was still trying to keep it longer. And I think he told me it was an eight. And so he was like an eight. That's what I have, which it's like that thick <laughs> on the oh, end wow. of the clipper. And so he cuts my hair down. And there's this massive mess of a pile of hair. And I send the picture to my wife, Rianda, and she's like, I feel like your hair is still too long. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I was like, just wait until I get home. So, yes, this is the refined mohawk, which I will allow to get crazy again here as, as it continues to grow out. I'm going to have to re, re-dye it, though, because the gray hairs are definitely peeking through all over again. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, yeah, it's... It's down. It's it's actually weird. Uh, looking at myself even now, it's kind of it's kind of odd. I would say when I, you got online, I was like, something is. I mean, I knew what it was right away, but it was just like weird you guys how see that. strange it was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so for the listeners that can't see this right now, my hair was probably a good nine inches long, um, and it's not anymore. So it's it's weird. The mohawk has been refined. Having said that, though, um, I'm. I'm super excited for the guests that we have on. This has been a long time coming. I mean, 
Casey, how long has it been? I sent you a message. I said, Casey, I want you on the podcast. That was like four months ago. Oh, at least, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, definitely, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt, my favorite seasonings. Cool, man. By Thank far. you. I appreciate that. So we're not going to tell anyone who what they are yet. We'll just no. let them anticipate <laughs> <laughs> out with anxiety as we talk about it yeah um you know and as we recently just discovered Brittany unfortunately has never even tasted anything i haven't i haven't yet oh that's can, so sad we can change that yeah, yeah. Eh, maybe maybe we'll let her be like the listeners <laughs> just hold it out of anticipation and anxiety so i just want to kind of full circle all of this stuff you are located right now where where are you sitting uh, upstate New York, outside of Rochester, New York, right on Lake Ontario. So okay. then the Rosen okay. Tundra that is upstate New York right now. My home office. I don't know how how <laughs> how how, how uh, ironed down we need to get, but uh, um, yeah, I did. I grew up in Western Pennsylvania. Met a girl, fell in love, uh, moved where there was going to be potentially more opportunity for jobs and stuff. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Let's we got to stop that right there for two seconds. So Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. Also cold. What's the high today? 20. 20. Yeah, 20. <laughs> yeah, that's a high. OK, yeah. so Western Pennsylvania, you met a girl, fell in love, wanted more opportunity. So you moved to Canada. I mean, upstate New York. Exactly. And my first question before we get into anything else on that is <laughs> you moved from a non-communist state to a oh. communist state. We're going and, there. Yeah, we're going, we're totally going there. So I'm just, I'm wondering how was that adjustment? Cause that's, that, that's my biggest challenge right now. Originally I'm from, I'm from New York. I am a New Yorker, but I could never yeah. live back there for that reason. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Um, I, <laughs> um, okay. Listen, go there. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, there, there, there are definitely challenges, right? Um, as uh, you know, owning multiple businesses, um, advocate of the Second Amendment, um, these are all things that are not necessarily, uh, you know, New York's not necessarily friendly with. Um, there's a lot of positives, though. I really like it here. You know, I, I, when I decided I, it was time to grow up, um, education and uh, just just the, the the social mix that that, are, that you know, well, I'm a father of five year old twins, so ah. um, to me, man, I would love upstate New York too. And we live out in the woods with no one around. Well, that's see. I mean, we live in a nice like mix. Uh, you know, I can be to the city in twenty minutes. I can be to a grocery store in a couple minutes, but I can also be to state game lands in fifteen minutes. You know, the Adirondacks are four hours away. Lake Ontario's half mile away. Hiking trails, parks. I mean, every, everything's pretty cool. So it's obviously we pay a ton in taxes. I, oh, I pay. Yes. I pay in one month what my family pays in a year in Pennsylvania for property tax. And that's not exaggerating. Um, but that's I dig insane. it here. I like, yeah, that. you must cause you're, you're vested now, bro. Whether you knew it or Man, not, I, not, not to, to, you know, talk down on where I grew up, but, um, there's just no opportunity unless you're, you know, a, a doctor, lawyer, you just, you just not, I mean, it's, it's tough. You it's said tough. Western Pennsylvania. Are we like Pittsburgh or North of Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Right between Pittsburgh and Erie out in the middle of the woods. Yeah. 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 I can I can understand that I really can. Um, so, yeah, so I've been up here for like like um, you know five six seven eight years whatever now probably eight years and uh, yeah I really dig it but it's I I'm, we 
growing, you know, growing our family and stuff like that. We try to spend a lot of time outdoors and upstate New York is pretty awesome for outdoor activities. Yeah. So, I mean, when my wife and I, we kind of alluded to this before we started recording, when we moved to Albany, I mean, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. except when it's cold, which is way too often. So, <laughs> I'm a, you know, I'm a 260 pound bearded ginger. I'm all right in the, in the, in the cold. I, I got it. And I'm not, I'm not at all. I'm not okay with it. I remember standing outside. So at the time I, I worked in logistics and, uh, I remember standing outside in a full Carhartt, like head to toe with long johns, the whole, like, and just freezing still. And I, I just couldn't understand why, like, what was, what was the purpose of having any place on earth that cold? I'll counteract that, man. I come down to South Carolina a couple times a year, uh, to visit my friends that own Sorenex. Do you, get, do you know what Sorenex exercise equipment? I didn't, um, I feel like I, I feel like I can see it. Yeah. They outfit, like free weights and stuff. Yeah. They outfit like some of the, the biggest, I mean, the NFL, NBA, I mean, the yeah, Lakers, I, was say, I feel like I can see the brand in my mind right now. Super high end, um, weightlifting equipment, gym outfitting from, Very cool. from the flooring to the sound system, to the, to, you know, they make amazing equipment, but I go down there and visit them a couple times a year. And, uh, the, 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 the president and owners, uh, they're, they're friends of mine and I go down in May and it's already like a hundred degrees and I have to wear like a one piece denim suit so I don't get sunburned. So <laughs> yeah, you keep that keep ginger problems. Yeah, ginger problems. Exactly. Man. <laughs> I get out of the truck in May and I got to turn around and get back in. I'm like, this is, it's simply too hot here. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's the South. And, you know, as you get even further, you know, they call it the Bible Belt. And I'm convinced that the reason is because people realize how hot it is. It's like hot as hell. And so, yeah. you know, that's the thing <laughs> that's necessary to convince people to change their path. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't believe in that. But, um, very cool, man. So you alluded to the fact that you own a few businesses. As a business owner myself, hats off. It's, a, it's definitely a labor of love. I don't know if people realize how much work goes into owning their own business. But um, tell us a little bit about what you do, because I know people are like, we talk Second Amendment, we talk a little bit of politics and communism. And, <laughs> you know, I think yeah. we should we should probably talk a little bit about what's tactically what cool I, about you. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, it's funny, man. I, I got pulled over. <laughs> I, I, I just sold the truck. I had a huge, you know, jacked up GMC Sierra. Um, uh-huh. It's really, really nice truck. Uh, had it all wrapped in tacticalories, uh, stuff. That's my company, right? It's, a, it's funny cause I got pulled over and the cop comes up and he was being really rude to me. He goes, what's tactical, what's tactical, tackle, tactile, tactile, tactical calories, tacticalories. Hey, go yeah, back and call that in, bro. He goes, what is it? I go, it's uh, it's, I own a, I own a seasoning company. Is what the hell is tactical about seasonings? You should have thrown salt in his eye. You should have thrown salt in his eye. That's a really good question, officer. Um, so, you know, I, it's, uh, I have a background in, in primarily two things, nutrition and marketing. Okay. So uh, with the rise of Instagram, you know, I've always done like the photography, videography thing. I always dug that. So I had a personal Instagram account and one day I posted a picture of a steak and a 1911 pistol beside it. And it got triple the likes that I'd ever gotten before. And I'm like, my marketing side went, ah, that's interesting. You know, what's cooler than meat and guns. It's interesting. So I started a separate food porn account 
I called it something else. I don't remember what it was even called. Grew a little bit of a following and I started to say, how do you know, this is kind of interesting. How do I, what can I do to monopolize or I'm sorry, to monetize this? Cause I'm, I'm starting to get, you know, I have like 5,000 followers. What's going on here? What, what can I do? I didn't want to start another coffee company like everybody else. I didn't want to start a beard oil company like everybody else. Uh, you know, I'm like, what, what can I do? Well, gr- growing up going, you know, I went to, went to college. I lived with five bodybuilders and part of the uh, agreement that we had was they would supply the food and I would cook it. So it was awesome for me because I, when, when I decided I wanted to do bodybuilding and powerlifting and strongman and stuff, my parents thought it was cool. They said, I'm not paying for all this food. This is ridiculous. So I started cooking <laughs> for myself at like 14. You know, I was doing the chicken breast, rice, broccoli deal. Yeah. So I was good at cooking. So I had like this, this couple of like seasoning blends. And typically it was like Montreal steak, which we can all get for $2 a uh Two dollars oh, thing yeah, at the dollar yeah. store. Yeah, so I would take that and I would kind of add some cayenne or I would add some whatever to it. And and I just want to I want to preface this: I am not the mad scientist of seasonings. Everyone else tries to act like they are. I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple ideas, and 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 I and I and I'm working with um some I'm working with like the best team that I can possibly put together because that's what I found is in my background outside of this in the last, you know my previous life. I figured out that putting the putting good teams together is much more important than trying to do it all yourself and and promote yourself as something you're not. So absolutely, um, yeah, so, so that's where I kind of came up with. I'm like, you know what? I have a couple like these seasonings that I put together. I had like this coffee rub. Man, this is pretty good. Now I want to find somebody that can I can scale up. I could make like four jars of it, and then I'm like, I'm done. I got I got other stuff going on. I got I have two. You know, at the time I had like one-year-old twins. I don't have time to do all this. So I, I had to find a manufacturer that could scale up, but also to quality. Cause that's the, that's the, that's the thing. Anybody can, you can Google make my own seasonings.com, you know, <laughs> and, and you got a seasoning company. It's that easy. There's several manufacturers out there. So I had to find somebody that not only was not working with anybody else that was higher, high quality enough that I could, you know, accept it with my nutrition background. There's a few key things I wanted, yep. but, also, I was gonna be, but I also needed them. Here's the, to circle back. I needed them to be cool with my marketing concepts back to the, what the hell's tactical about seasonings. It's like if I'm going to build a business, I want it to be, I don't, I'm listen, I'm not, you know, Bubba from down South with my, with my barbecue rub and my pit. That's not me, man. I, <laughs> there, there are those guys and they're really good at that. It's not me. So, what do I dig? I dig out. I have a picture above in my mind right now. Yeah, it's not me. Is it? I can see it. No. I'm there. I'm halfway there. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just not me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do the barbecue tour. It's not. I'm. It's not me. So, what are things I like? I like guns, knives, outdoor stuff, camping, hiking, stuff like that. So, so you take a Venn diagram and you take <laughs> uh, tactical things and food things, and that centerpiece is where I can. Where is where I can build a brand. Cool. Tactical calories. Tactical. Hey, the CAL. I can I can combine the words. Tactical calories. People may not be able to read it apparently, but people don't know how to spell it. That's fine, man. I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. There's a lot of there's some weirder words out there, but um, but it's been a fun ride, man. I, I uh, I've learned a lot. Um, it was technically my first business. Uh, since then, I've branched off and helped a couple other, uh, people, you know, contacts I had kind of growing in this industry. Um, 
but it's been a fun ride. I've met the coolest of people. So you said that you started with four, four, uh, yeah, maybe like two or three primary ones. I mean, the one that I really wanted to figure out was, was, was a coffee rub that eventually turned into, um, we have a product called battlegrounds. Have you ever used that? Did you use that one? Battlegrounds it has coffee in it. Did you mute yourself? I have, okay, I have uh, not personally tried no, no, no. I haven't tried any of them, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, did you mute yourself? Okay. <laughs> I, I have to, otherwise forget it. Um, so what's funny is that now that you said that, and, and Brittany, keep me from going too far left or right on this. The co- I haven't tried Battlegrounds, but the coffee and rubs is something that I'm really big into. And just mm-hmm. recently, I made Brittany her first ever 2602 ribeye. And okay. no, I lied. It was a, it was a New York strip, but either way. And I seasoned it and I added coffee because I literally can't think of any other way to perfect the char on a steak than adding coffee. Like it just, it takes it to whole new levels. So, yeah. um, I feel like you're kind of giving away that secret, but I guess everyone now knows if you don't use coffee Cats. or just get battle battlegrounds. Um, Cats out of the bag. Yeah, it um, is. Oh, what's his name? I can't think of his last name. Is it Ben? Uh, he's a human human optimization dude. He's um, Pukowski? No, he's a good dude. Um, yes. I, I, and anyway, there was, it was just a dude on Rogan talking about the benefits of rubbing coffee on your on your meat to to cut down some of like the carcinogenic effects of the high like temp the char. Really? Yeah, like grill char has has. I don't. I'm not. I, you guys need to have my buddy Joe on because he's he's all all into the oh, Ben Greenfield. You know Ben. Greenfield. Oh yeah yeah Ben Greenfield. Okay yeah. So, yeah. so he was on Rogan. He was talking about combating some of the carcinogenic effects of like basically. I remember reading these studies when I was doing the nutrition thing. The actual grill marks on a steak. What <laughs> that that could be potentially carcinogenic, and the um the the, the positive effects of coffee kind of combat that. I'm not a human optimization professional, but look into it. Um, yeah, well, if, yeah, and if uh, I find it as a show note, I'll add it as a link because that seems yeah, really interesting, interesting enough. His most recent, um, visit on Rogan, they spoke about it because they also started talking about, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny because he talked about making his own coffee rubs, he, you know, and I'm like, Hey Ben, Hey man, you don't have to make your own anymore. I, I got you. But yeah. he was talking about Rogan's like, ah, man, I like, I like, I just like the Traeger seasonings. And, uh, Ben was like, yeah, they're, they're pretty shitty though. <laughs> He's like, the quality is not there, man. Like it's, they're, they're, they're loaded with a bunch of junk and, and, and it really kind of took Rogan, you know, by surprise for him to, to say that stuff. And, you know, I, I see that, you know, one, one of the benefits, I don't want to turn this into an advertisement, but one of the benefits that we can do is we use the, the price point is a little higher because my margin is very, very low. There's two reasons. One, we use um, absolutely the best ingredients we can buy. You can buy a dollar a pound paprika, or we can buy $12 a pound paprika. We use typically the $12 a pound paprika. Um, we just use, opti- you know, the absolute highest quality ingredients we can find. Um, we do it in small batches too. You know, we don't do, we don't sub out. Like when every single bag that we do, and you'll notice they come in bags. Mm-hmm. Right. They do. As a, as a, there's a, there's a few reasons for that. And I could talk all day about this, but one of the reasons is because we have a proprietary grinding and, and, and mixing setup where in order to get the ingredients to be able to kind of coat, you get that crust and you get like that texture, right? Like I know you were a fan of a salt and pepper, which was my I am. first a salt and pepper is, oh, man. Yeah. 
um, you notice the texture, right? So there's like, if you look, there's like real fine stuff in there, real coarse stuff. And it gives you kind of a different layer. Think of like the wine thing where you, when you drink wine and, and, you know, I'm not necessarily a wine drinker, but there's like different notes throughout. There's the start, middle, finish. We try to do the same thing, but also with texture and flavor. That's a tactical approach. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first concept. It's a tactical approach to seasoning. I don't know, man. I kind of let that go a little bit. I just like green. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, so let's 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 rewind a little bit because there's a couple of things sure. that you said that really stuck sure. out. So paprika. Now I am as and I think I alluded this when when I first tagged you in the first thing I ever had, which was after the assault and pepper, and I kind of did my review on the flavor profile and the fact that it's it's got some heat, but it's not like a burning sensation, and it, it does have multiple layers to the uh, the actual taste profile itself. But um, I don't know that people recognize why buying seasonings at the dollar store yeah. are just not even close to what real seasonings are. So if we could just take a second, let's talk a little bit about the difference between the dollar a pound paprika and the twelve dollar a pound paprika, because. The freshness, the time at which it sits, how it's stored, how it's utilized, where it's sourced from. I think these are all things that people are completely unaware of that they should they should recognize. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I wasn't even entirely aware of. I'm still not entirely aware of. I, I utilize a, an awesome team that, that handles this stuff for me. My guy that handles most of that, what came from um, uh, a, a very deep technology background. So he has that mind where things um, things are very particular. You know, that's why you can use a, a product of mine from a year ago and now fresh, small batch and it tastes the same, you know, um, wow. but yeah, the, the, the biggest, the biggest thing, um, that, that I've noticed is what, yeah, what the way that I can kind of pitch this to people is they understand, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kind of going a hundred different places right now. No, you're good. You're good. The, I'm there with one you. Of the reasons. One of the reasons I thought this is something that was viable is you you lived in, upstate new york you remember wegmans yes yes very right? much so yeah. so i walked into wegmans one day it was that first spring nice spring day and my wife's like let's grill out because finally we can we found our grill out from underneath the snow it made it <laughs> yeah. let's grill out and it was like you know it's, it's like 52 degrees and it feels like sun, summer so <laughs> I ran so to my sad. local Wegmans. Yeah, I know. So, so you, and this is, this will all make sense in a second. I walked into Wegmans and, and you can buy, okay, I'm going to put together this meal. You can buy not necessarily junk vegetables, but simple, cheap vegetables, or you can buy locally sourced organic kale or whatever, asparagus, right? You can buy that local, whatever, high end stuff. The next step is you're going to walk back to the butcher and you can buy either their prepackaged bubble burgers, or you can buy like, Hey, a locally sourced grass fed, um, you know, chunk of beef. You walk around the next corner and you're going to go to the beer. You can buy Labatt blue. You can buy Coors, Coors light, whatever, or you can buy like a local, like in Rochester, we have, um, Lost Borough Brewing Company, Rochester, uh, Rohrbach, these like real high end craft brews, yeah. small batch. So you're kind of walking through and it's like, I'm picking the premium of everything, right? This is, this is before tax calories this is before anything. Walk through kind of putting together this meal of all premium stuff. You can buy junk wine, you can buy good wine. And I came to like the seasoning aisle and I'm like, all right, now, now how am I going to tie it all together? Right. Cause you just said like, that's how, that's kind of like the, the icing on the cake. And I'm like, let me just buy like this really good. Let me buy the best seasoning. I'm like, uh, look. 
poor making yeah because i mean it's like it's like they it's weird it's like they have a monopoly or something like they do but um, (laughs) and and the thing is is like they're two it's two bucks so it's you know three four ounces for two bucks it's like well i kind of wanted to pay more though you go to the sauce side and you can get sauces you can do like the casey masterpiece or sweet baby rays and they're, they're pretty good man for they have their place it's two bucks and whatever or you can they you know they they carry good sauce but they did not carry anything beset like their their premium seasonings were like the grill mates which is the same thing with just more of a marketing budget behind it right so um this one's called a rub okay explain to me the difference but um i don't know man it it really i was like you know what if if so if a place like wegmans that holds itself as high regard as, as Wegmans does, if they don't even carry it, I'm like, what? This might be an interesting kind of opening. So it's really interesting. So the keto market has kind of done the same thing, right? So it's like the, you can you can buy coffee, or you can buy this keto super coffee. You can buy fats and oils and all this different stuff. And there's all there's levels to the game, right? And the seasoning game, it just seems like it's like the original. It's the original industry. <laughs> like, what's older than trading spices and stuff? Oh um, man, that's a really good point. Like the for like number one, like I on my, on my website I put something I wrote this three years ago I don't really remember but I was like as soon as that caveman had had the ter- like the same pterodactyl egg for a couple weeks he started looking to you know shave some 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 you know lava rock into it and get it to taste better. So but, you know what? Wait, we're gonna stop right here for two seconds. So first off, mind blown on the fact that yeah, it's totally right. Like spices are one of like the first trade items ever. Right. And then secondly is, um, I can't remember whose podcast it was on, man. It was probably on muscle intelligence. I want to say it was muscle intelligence, but so I have since October been basically eating 4,000 calories a day. Let me just tell you how challenging that is. It sucks. It really does suck. Especially when 300 of those calories or 320 ish are uh, fat. And then I'm eating 200 yeah. grams of protein, which is a lot. It's a lot to eat. Having said that I am, at the point where I'm finally like, I'm, I'm over it. Like I can't keep consuming this much food, yeah. but, um, you know, I'm still keeping my 200 grams of protein the same. You know, I've been thinking, I've been pondering the idea of doing literally just ground beef for a month. I did steak yeah. timber, I think, right, Brittany? Was it, was it steak timber? I think so. I think it was steak timber. So I didn't eat anything yeah. in September other than steak every day. Which That's is not awesome. not a bad yeah. way to live at all. Yeah, no, you're doing all right. Yeah, but um, first ways. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. It could be vegetables or something like that. But either way, um, I'm thinking I may do nothing but ground beef for I don't know if I could maybe for March, maybe just for however long I can do it, because it's cheap, it's easy, and it's quick. But I'd love to change the flavor of it because, like you guys, as you mentioned with the ter- pterodactyl egg, I mean, there's only but so many flavor profiles that you can get out of beef. So. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you what, man. I'm I'm sorry to to. One of the coolest things that I I get to experience is so again. I I told you earlier. I I don't remember if we were recording yet, but I have five year old twins. Yep. uh, Boy and a girl. The boy will eat Mason. He'll eat whatever I put in front of him. He's interested. He likes venison and beef, and everything's good. Chloe is like a closet, but not even a closet. She's very open. She's she doesn't understand meat. That's weird. It doesn't, she, but it was an animal, you know, so she doesn't eat anything. But, um, one of the challenges that I had, and this is, this is one of the coolest things that happens to me is like, it's more than flavor. It's, it's, it's profile. And I don't know if you guys have kids, but, 
um, it's it's the feel, it's the look, it's the aesthetics. You know, yeah. we grew up that way, and, and it, like especially with the way that we grew up, everything. I mean, dude, we look at fruity pebbles and stuff. I mean, everything's douchey, every, everything's in your face. And we try to eat the super bland stuff, and it's it's counterproductive. So. One thing that we try to institute more, you know, and I want to talk about this stuff more than like the actual details of the ingredients. One thing we, we look at is like, so here's a flavor profile, but also the aesthetics of it. Cause one thing you'll notice about our stuff is it looks real and fresh and the aesthetics are always super high. Um, coming out with That's my true. next blend is going to be, the next blend is going to be crazy. It's, 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 um, even more so than anything I've ever done, but you take something like, uh, um, veggie dust and you put that on vegetables and it's like, man, it makes it look like a totally different, um, food. You know, I have meal prep companies that purchase bulk from me for the sole purpose of aesthetics to make their food look better. I and don't doubt it. So, Cause it really does look amazing. And I will say that's that to your marketing point and marketing background, it's so great to see, you know, half of the bag clear. So you can literally see like the different granules yeah. and, and the aesthetics of what you bought because it's, I mean, it's mind blown. I think that's a competitive advantage we have over the other people, you know, the other companies. They, you know, a lot of them, which I'm not knocking, um, going big batch because sometimes, trust me, man, I wish I could because I, I'm, I don't make a ton of money per sale because everything's actually, hand, you know, when I started to talk about, you know, how it's in a bag, like somebody physically holds that bag under our, we have a proprietary grinder thing that, that actually has a, so think of it like an auger or I'm, okay. I'm sorry, think of it like a, like a hopper. Um, the first thing that we do is when we have this ingredient all the ingredients laid out that we want, instead of other companies, we'll typically throw that all in a big grinder hopper thingy, grind everything up and it all goes into the container and then they sell it. What we do is we grind first. So our, our setup is a little bit different. We grind to whatever coarseness we want. So for example, there's something, uh, there's a product, um, carving house that has, uh, another favorite. um, very, you know, coarse ground garlic coarse salt, these things that you look for in like a carnivore, uh, seasoning. Hmm. But then we also shh, don't tell the noise listening, right? Nope. Nobody's no, no. listening. So then what we also do is, we'll, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll take that same garlic and we'll take ha- basically half of the amount of garlic that's in the, in the, um, formula and we'll, we'll fine grind that. We'll, we'll have that as a finer grind. So the quantity is still there. We start out with X grams of garlic half is coarse half is fine so that 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 fine half is actually going to create a crust on on the steak you know know, yeah it's really interesting right so the challenge that you have i can tell people to do this i can tell all all my competitors to do this and their challenge is going to be when they toss it all in that hopper whatever's fine and or heavy is going to fall to the bottom salt you know that's all going to fall the reason that on supplement containers they tell you to shake it creatine floats, you know, whatever else will, you know, the sweeteners and stuff will float. Um, arginine, you know, amino acids will, will, will fall, whatever. So the only way that we were able to find to be able to do this so that, Oh my God, this tastes great. But now how do we scale this up from a bag or two is we had to create a hopper that has an auger system that actually forces the right ratios of, of the fine grind and the coarse ground into that bag. So if you look at the back of the bag, sure, there's going to be some settling from transportation from me to you, but it's done locally in Rochester area, right? So it comes to me. The only settling that you're going to have is between me and you. Um, and typically 
unfortunately it's, 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 it's made, it's made my life pretty hectic for the last couple of years, but th- I mean, this is done, um, every day, depending on what flavor, you know, what, what, what we're doing. I essentially took over a manufacturing facility. <laughs> I walked in and said, Hey, I have an idea. And they said, sure, pal. And now it's essentially, you know, we, we were running my stuff every day. We have our own staff there. Um, and that's crazy. So yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. So I, you know, I'm sorry if I'm ranting, you know, ranting, raving on this, but that's, that's really the thing that kind of sets us apart where, as I said, it would be great to be able to go big box and be able to go to a big contract manufacturer, um, in order to get the coarse stuff and the fine stuff to get that crazy profile, that feel, the texture that once you put it on that ribeye that you have like these levels, you have to have this, we have a, you have to have this type of fill for it to not just fill up with salt, right? Whatever's heaviest, whatever's finest would fall to the bottom. And then you would have just a, a thing of salt. So here's the thing that I don't, you know, and I don't, I don't know who's in, who's listening that understands everything you're saying as far as like coarse and fine. But if you were to take something simple like a colander, right, where you know you use to strain pasta, yeah, we've talked, we've talked more about carbs on this podcast than ever before. <laughs> let's let's say you're straining pasta in a colander, how, and you think about the dare you? I know, I know. How you're dare like, you? This is the keto. Po- it's it's a keto it's podcast. Keto pasta. I'm not telling you eat pasta, but. If you're straining the water out and you have a colander that has really big holes, the water is going to strain at a certain rate. Different if you were to take a, I don't know, like a mesh strainer where the holes are really, really fine. It's going to strain at a different rate. Different than if you were to put the pasta in a coffee filter and try to drain it, it's obviously going to drain at a different rate. And so what's funny is that until you said that, everything that I've tasted and the profiles that are there, you know, when you when when you take a charred steak off the grill that's been rubbed down with the salt and pepper, you really can taste almost the same thing at a different time that comes yeah. based on, yeah. obviously, its absorption rate into the meat, the time that it's sat, and hopefully people understand that they should be putting their meat on the grill after it's reached room temperature before they even start cooking it, but that's a whole yeah, other topic. But, that's a really good tip. Um, yeah. But in understanding that, man, like it, it totally blows my mind right now that you've used the recognition of the different absorptions and the way the rate at which it's going to be absorbed in the meat by changing the, the coarseness, you know, even of necessarily the same thing within the mix. Like that's. Yeah. And the same ingredient. Right. So. Yeah, that's so, crazy. So that leads me to my second reason, you know, a. <laughs> so I, so it's in a bag. Right. Um, and if you guys go to um, tacticalories.com, you'll see that. Um, we, we offer them in, in essentially we shoot for five ounce stand up bags. It's like a black Capri sun filled with seasoning. Um, you know, I've had some people like, dude, why don't you sell these in bottles? A, cause I don't like bottles. There's, there's, there's a thousand reasons why I don't sell them in a bottle. But on this topic, one of the reasons we don't sell them in a, in, in a, in a bottle is because everybody essentially uses the same. There's five companies out there in China that are making these seasoning bottles. The challenge on the top is, you know, with, with like the, the, the sifter the top, you, you open the one side up and it's the full flow. The other typically has like three, five, two little smaller holes, right? Our stuff's so coarse in some situations. We'll take carving house again. The garlic is too coarse, but if you get three of those grains of garlic near each other, they're not going to fit through those full, the, those three little holes. So, um, what ends up happening is again, that sifting situation that we were able to combat with the, um, with the auger system. 
same thing happens in your in your seasoning. So you start dumping it out, and only the heavy, fine stuff comes out. The thick, the coarse, you know, the the garlic, the onion, the the basil, oregano, whatever we decide to put in there. That's a little bit coarser. It's it's gonna like sift. And it's gonna stay in the bottle. You get it. It's not gonna taste right. So that's one reason. So it's like, well, you can just do you know do the other side. Do something. Yeah, man. I don't know. There's another reason. You can keep the bottles. They're really good for target practice. But that's I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. bottle. There's actually I have a couple reasons. I don't want to just talk about bags and bottle. You know, packaging. But no, is that I think people overlook. I'm so when whenever someone comes on that has their hands in a company or owns a company. And I use it. I want the listeners to be able to connect with the fact that there are so many things that you're not thinking about once it's at your door. You know, you're like ripping it open and you're throwing it on your steak, but you're not thinking about all of the little intricate details that went into providing you something that tastes absolutely different than McCormick's or Grillmates. So, dude, no, let your OCD run wild. So here's here's the other. I'll make this as quick as possible. Um, I, I, had a, I had a friend I was training with um, who, who did um, special operations work in the in the Navy, and he was home. And uh, we we met at a local CrossFit gym, and uh, this was right when I when I was starting Tactic Calories, and I, and I gave him a bag of it, and he goes, "Dude, this is awesome." I said, "Why?" And he goes, "That it comes in a bag." I'm like, "Oh, that was just a that was just a test bag, man. I was you know I'm doing bottles like everybody else." And he goes, "Don't." And here's the reason. He said, when, when they get deployed somewhere there, it's, it's basically, it's like a national park, carry in, carry out. You don't throw a piece of gum down that you don't carry back with you. Right. So when they get deployed somewhere, and again, I'm not speaking on behalf of him. This is just what he told me. Uh, When they get deployed somewhere you know, a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll do, they'll do a few things. They'll go to a local, um, bizarre store, depending on wherever they're at this situation, he was in Africa. And, um, he said it was cool as they could get those, you can get the little things of Tabasco, you know, like the little carry, you know, one thing that they do very well is they fit perfectly in the bottom of a magazine pouch on their kit. You can spin that sideways and it actually goes in the front of their kit because they're out in the middle of nowhere eating. They want to be able to flavor, things with tobacco, you know, Tabasco or whatever. So he goes, what's really cool about this bag is if I take it with me, I have to bring it back. If I take a seasoning bottle with me, I have to bring a seasoning bottle back. And you know how big a seasoning bottle is. It's the same size. It's the same size from point A to point Z. Now, a really interesting thing about a bag is it was, so, so what he said, he goes, what we would do is before we would go get these seasonings and then we would have to take that, dump it out stateside we have to dump it into baggies and like tight roll them because that's the same place that they would carry them in the bottom of their magazine pouches so they would take a couple ounces of seasoning dump it into little baggies tight roll them and put them in the bottom of their magazine pouch because what you did was you and so what you did was you 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 basically cut a step out i can i can i can roll that and keep it in the bottom there and i don't have to then carry around if you have one ounce or you have five ounces in a seasoning bottle it's the same now Obviously, <laughs> I'm sure 99.9% of the people that are purchasing my product are not involved with Navy special operations. <laughs> yeah, I, think that's a fair, I think that's a fair, safe bet. But I'm definitely going to use it for marketing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, forget that. I mean, let's 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 not talk operators. Let's talk yeah. traveling, right? Yeah. Because yep. I I know for one, I don't check bags. It just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. So I don't either. If, yeah. So if I have to go somewhere with my carry on. 
and then trek it around. And it's, you know, one, trying to put a bottle in and worry about it getting crushed or changed. Like it's so much easier to have a baggie and take it with me, especially when I can get something that I only need the one seasoning. So the whole reason I ever looked at Tacticalories was because my life has continued to get busier and busier, right? So I wanted to be able to take one seasoning out and use one seasoning on whatever I was cooking and know that it was going to be great instead of smoked paprika, paprika, oregano, the basil, the salt, the different Mm -hmm. types of peppers, the different types of garlics, the different onions. Like it was like, come on. It literally, my wife, whenever the first time she ever watched me cook, she would just look at me and say, okay, I'll, I'll rearrange the seasoning cabinet because I'd have 10 (laughs) things out and everywhere. And I'm like, well, this, you like what I'm making and the reason for it is. And so I was like, man, these blends look legit. Let's try it. And Brittany can attest to that. She's seen me cook in the house. It, it gets pretty crazy. She has also picked up here. I mean, I'm, I have no room to talk because I just opened up my seasoning cabinet and I'm like, there's some of this on there, maybe a little bit of this. <laughs> Whenever I cook, people are like, how do you make it? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't even tell what's on it, let alone how much of each one. So I'm not, I'm not judging on that, but she has definitely picked up here a trait of a little bit of everything on the chicken wings. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's so important for flavors. I, I am a huge fan in things tasting flavorful. So now knowing that I can go with whatever, whether it's Carving House or the Assault and Pepper or the, the Ombre seasoning, the mild, which dude, the Ombre is so good. The bad Ombre is good, Thanks. man. Like, Thanks, man. So, so on that topic, it's like one, one way that I'm able to help meal prep companies and, uh, you know, large scale and then small scale down to people like you and I that are cooking for ourselves, our family, whatever. Um, one way that we help them is, is just that like large scale, this meal prep company that has to worry about 800 pounds of sweet potatoes this week, they don't have to worry about like, dude, I forgot to buy five pounds of garlic at the, at the, at the shop. You know, so why worry about that? Why not take that, take the guesswork out, like have these kind of, you know, branded blends, like I understand, I get, I get that occasionally with taco, with the taco seasonings because we have mild and we have fire, and I get that, and then people just go like, I make my own taco seasoning. I'm like, oh, good man, awesome. But when you try to replicate that over and over again, that becomes very, um, it's it's not, it's kind of cost prohibitive unless you buy junk oh. stuff. You can go to the dollar store and you can make, you know, you lay it all out and you can make these things, but if I just do it for you, it's it actually cause it actually saves money, you know, because people I. I was hesitant to, when we put it together and I said, how much do I have to retail these at to, to be able to actually make a couple bucks so I can actually market these things and actually grow and, and better myself and my consumers and stuff. Do we sell them for twelve fifty for five ounces? That's expensive. Yeah, but for when you, when you the tr- average. Yeah. When you look at, I mean, cause you can get like an $8, you know, we, t- we talked about bottom of the barrel, the, the, you know, Montreal. Um, I don't know. I don't, what does Montreal taste like? I don't Have you been to Montreal? I don't know. I don't know. I would assume it tastes like coarse ground salt. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want my stuff tasting like Montreal, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. So I, I, uh, I guess I lost my train of thought there, but um, it's, it's, it's an easy way to be able to kind of brand these, 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 these meals as a certain way, you know, with, with carving house, we do it's a carnivore blend, but dude, you put that on, on, broccoli it's I mean, it's awesome you know and I think I Blanco, touch on, it's kind of a scary con a scary topic that i'm going to bring up i should oh. probably just shut my mouth but carving house has sugar in it dude oh man 
No one's going to listen to me now because the because Keto Neo See, just said he's You already brought up pasta as your example. You couldn't have gone with Miracle Noodle. You can bring out pasta. Yeah, I, <laughs> yes, listen. Yes, yeah, do as I say, not as I do. No, I, um, that's it. It is what so, it is. No, no. So you know what's interesting is, uh, do you know a guy named Danny Vega? Nope. I don't know that guy at all. <laughs> so it's, I've had this conversation with him and, and like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going back and forth and, and, uh, although the, you know, some of our products are sugar free it's cause yeah. they don't need sugar, but some of them need sugar for, for a few different reasons. We've tried every type of, every type of alternative to it. And they just, it doesn't provide what sugar does. Let's and talk about the, it. What does sugar provide? What, what, crust, man, flavor, crust, feel smell does a really good job of that. And I would just simply argue that if 45 milligrams of sugar is your problem, then I would ask you to not purchase my product. (laughs) I would ask you to go to the doctor. Um, so it's, it's like, that's, that's kind of my, my little response to that. It's like, listen, man, I, I'll pick my poison at this point. And right now I I don't, I'm, I'm not, uh, keto right now. I, I go in and out and I do intermittent fasting right now. I'm, I'm, I'm living the dad life is, is the best that I can. And, uh, but the one thing that I try to do is I don't try to limit things like that, that are going to allow me to eat well. If I can eat well, the 99% and it includes, you know, an overall amount of 45 milligrams of sugar throughout the day, I think I'm doing just fine. You know, so I try to pick my poison with these little things and we would only add it. Um, if it absolutely needs it, a salt and pepper, sugar free, it doesn't need sugar. It doesn't, do I mean, anything. I think the thing that people miss out on when they when they look at keto is that one, there's different levels to everything, right? So where you were day one is not where you should be day 501. And, you know, for someone that is severely insulin resistant and going through all these different changes that they need to with their health, no, I would not tell them that they should take carving house in. You know, they should break their addiction, free themselves from that, and keep all sorts of everything sweet that goes for all the rest of this jacked up artificial sweeteners as well out of their system. However, yeah. after they, you know, repaired the metabolic syndrome that they're in, they've got rid of their insulin resistance, they've brought themselves they brought themselves back up to where they should be. You know, no, forty five milligrams is not dude, I, I have carving house and like I said, one of my favorite things is on queso blanco. Oh yeah. Yeah. If I fry like nice thick pieces of queso blanco in some butter with some carving house, my entire life is complete. (laughs) Like, so yeah, you know, I just, it's good, man. It's too good. Yeah. Um, So, so man, I mean, it's just, you know, we're, we're trying to do the best um, that we can on that. Now I, what I will say is, you know, I did identify, you know, we started to talk about, I don't know if we were recording yet or not, but we started to talk about, um, fire forge sea salt. Um, I think yes. Danny brought, Danny brought it up or something. Yeah. He, so he does a live, I don't know if you watch, uh, the, the fat field family does a Facebook yeah. live every Wednesday, which I try not to miss. It's funny. I was at the gym yesterday and it was seven o'clock and I was like, I sent him a text. I was like, bro, where are you at right now? Because there's no live. He was traveling to Colorado for low carb Denver and there's, oh, a, there's okay. a carnivore thing, but either way. Um, yeah. yeah, he had mentioned it one time and I hadn't tried it yet. So I was like, I got to get it. Yeah, that was the one, that's the one that he kind of always he'll nudge me and, I, and I'll nudge him back and, and get him make sure he has it because it's uh, just to add that salty heat. Um, but we, you know, we use a standard sea salt and I know, you know, this is where I, I start. It starts to leave my knowledge base, but I know there's a lot about sea salt and microplastics and, and like these like nano estrogen, nano, I don't know, man, that's, that's a little out of the my, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
so what we do is we try to do our best to, you know, again, purchase the most quality ingredients we possibly can. And I leave that to my team. But so what we did is I, I, I'm working with a friend of mine that, that is a, I've known him for 12 years and he's, he's obsessed with human optimization. And he and I started a, a, a second company. It's not necessarily affiliated with, with tacticalories, but it's manufactured in the same, same spot. They do use bottles. We use bottles, <laughs> but, Uh-oh. um, yeah, because it's we actually out of the gate we've been picked up with by a lot of stores in the Northeast and and um, shelf placement with bottles works a little bit better. My 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 bags don't work well on a shelf. It's like dominoes. But yep, okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, so the product the the, the company is called Keto Rubs. It's ketorubs.com. and we kind of identified you know because of his human uh, human, back, um, human optimization background. Um. He kind of came with me. He said, hey, man, I've been making this, this blend. Can you, can you help me with this? Sure. So we use an American mind, uh, Rocky Mountain pink salt. I can't use the name because it's not necessarily licensed, but we purchase it through them. Um, we use that, that, uh, as the, as the primary salt and we use uh, high end, uh, peppers, habanero stuff. So you have the caps, capsaicin from the peppers, the American mind, uh, Rocky mountain pink salt. Um, so for the obvious benefits, we, we aren't importing our pink salt from Pakistan. It's American mind. So, Dude, um, that's crazy. Pretty cool, man. Um, that's a really exciting product, and it's something that is just the start of a really cool line that's geared towards human optimization, um, flavor enhancement for human optimization. We have a really cool uh, breakfast idea that I'm. I think it's going to be gigantic. I think it's going to take over everything that I'm doing. Um, you know, essentially, again, nobody's listening. So. Um, essentially we're, you know, a, a lot of people start their, their mornings with some, some high end salt, you know, lemon, uh, maybe a little lime, uh, apple cider vinegar. Um, do you guys do anything like that to like, I do, I do apple cider vinegar and water and essential oils pretty much every day. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and I had first kind of learned about it with, through, uh, Aubrey Marcus. Yeah. Okay. I, yep. Again, I don't, I don't follow a ton of the human optimization guys. If they're on podcasts I listen to, I, I dig it. I've just been in that industry for a long time, the like supplement industry. So I kind of try to remove myself from it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, he brought up having the, you know, the, the good salt, not just salt, don't just put table salt, <laughs> you know, like it's a good sea salt, uh, you know, uh, um, and mixing that with, with some other stuff. So what we found is nobody's manufacturing, again, nobody's listening, right? So nobody's manufacturing a product that, that is a, you know, one stop, Imagine if you had that in one scoop where you could put it in water where it would have um, lemon oil, uh, lemon peel, which we already have from our lemon prepper product. Okay. Okay. Um, natural lemon, like real lemon, like literally ground lemon <laughs> uh, with apple cider vinegar powder, a high-end sea salt or American mind Rocky Mountain pink salt on one spot. We can add some really cool stuff to it. Um it doesn't taste all that good, so we add some cinnamon, and it tastes really good. And there's some other benefits from cinnamon for blood sugar regulation and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm actually already in talks with um, some some high end um, people in, in in the U.S. military for for special operations for for this blend. So that's kind of our 2019 make or break project. Um, the goal is to make it high quality. Uh, one thing with the, with the, the U S military, I can only say so much, but one thing that they're really interested in is, uh, is organics, which I think is cool. It's a challenge, 
but they're asking yeah. for these ingredients to be 100% proven organic, you know, with, with certificates of, of origin. That's because they understand the whole genetically modified crap situation right. that the world is in. Yeah, and I think I, they it's do. It's awesome that they do, right? Yeah. I, because I had heard so much negative. I'd grown up hearing so much negative, and I'm, I'm, I'm civilian as they come in, but I had heard so much about, you know, poor training, poor nutrition, poor whatever. And I think it's really cool. I mean, maybe it's only in the special operation communities, but I think it's really interesting that they, they care about that. They care about an organic red, you know, the red bell pepper. I'm I'm totally not an operator um, in, in any way, shape or form. However, man, they spend a lot of money in investing in those guys and gals to, you know, not die. And they recognize the the empowerment that comes from putting the proper things in. Um, I have I have some people that are, are close to me in my life that are from that background, and I can say unequivocally that they have on more than one occasion, um, you know, stated some of the access that they have to people that are leading the field when it comes to health and medical and wellness. Um, and the directions and inputs that they put in, in order for those guys and gals to operate at the level that they do. So. Oh, they know. They they are they are very well aware. So That's I think exciting, that, man. Yeah, it is. And now I don't think it's rolled out everywhere within the military. I mean right. How? right. I don't you know. <laughs> and 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 why would it be, right? Like so Yeah. Let's let's talk let's talk about this because I think this is this is random topic that's kind of I wish going. I knew a little bit more about it, but yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> no, well, yeah, no, I mean as far as like a lot of times people will come to me and say, Oh, you know, keto is restrictive. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean it's restrictive? And they're like, oh, you're telling me I can't eat this and I can't eat that. And I can't. All, all I'm saying is that when you finally get yourself and your body to perform at its optimal level, more efficient than it ever has before, one of the easiest ways for you to know that is when you put something in your body that's less than ideal, you immediately feel that impact. Yeah. Right. And it could be it could be anything like. I don't know. You're still using vegetable oils and you don't realize it. And the impact, I just listened to a great podcast that was on, um, and was it Anthony J keto? I think it was keto answers, the keto answers podcast. And they, they had, this is, it was an older episode of Brittany. I, I shared it with you. I can't remember who the doctor was. Uh, um, something. Hold on, I'm going to look her up because I was looking at her book. But yeah, go on. Way, so she's talking about like vegetable oils and, you know, how they're so sneaky at what they're in because they are. Like, you know, you have people that'll pick up a bottle of ranch dressing that's in the refrigerated and it's $7 and it says made with olive oil or made with avocado oil. And they can say that because there's, you know, a milliliter of avocado mm-hmm. oil in it, but it's still canola oil leading the path as far as whatever is mixed up and just its impact. So there's a lot of times I feel like people are not in the situation to recognize like, hey, if you're still putting other garbage in your system, you're not you're not really going to recognize the fact that you're running optimally or you have that option. But I say all that to say you have regular people, let's say an infantryman, OK, or a corpsman that's out, you know, if they're at the bar drinking themselves into a stupor and eating a bunch of garbage on a regular basis, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to spend a lot of extra money making sure they're eating organic food. Right. Because what difference does it make? Like you're, you're not counteracting the bad that they're doing when they're doing whatever they want. So you look at an operator that is, you know, trying to make sure that they are at their best all the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know what they're putting in their body. They're a lot more meticulous with it um, to, to the level of their OCD being what it is. And then it makes a difference because they can feel it. It impacts them. And you realize that. So I think when 
you know, we have someone like you on and we're talking about the grade of seasonings. Listen, there is freedom in being able to be in a position where maybe you only eat beef, maybe you only eat wild game, whatever that is, then you should recognize that the variety that you're looking for can come in what type of seasonings you put on there. And if you're going to do that, you might as well pick the best that have the most complex flavor profiles and optimize what the taste is that you have. So for me, if I do this ground beef for a month or whatever, Dude, I'm, I'm not going to be putting McCormick's on my ground beef. Yeah. I'm going to want to get the most out of <laughs> it that I possibly I, can. I, I want to send you some of my forthcoming blend. I, I think it's going to work really well for you there. It's, uh, yeah, I, I just um, pulled it up. I think Brittany did too. Cause I could, I could see the glow from her phone, but I put in the keto rubs. I was like, why did I not know about this already? Yeah, oh it's, no, it's, I was looking up the doctor, Dr. Catherine Shanahan was okay. the person who was talking about that, but the keto rubs sound Wonderful. Yeah, it's I, you know, and I, and I don't, I don't want to seem opportunistic where I'm, you know, pitching all these different projects I'm a part of, but I think it's something that's going to be absolutely critical for for uh, you know your group. I see a lot of, so you know, we have to draw. I mean, we, is a keto seasoning just simply a sugar-free seasoning? No, not in any way, shape, or right? Form. Not in my mind. Not at all. No. Yeah, and and and, and so so where tactic calories comes in is it's not necessarily geared for human optimization. It's it's geared for flavor. Number one, that's why I don't care. There's sugar in some of them. Yeah, I get it, man. Got it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah, we use sea salt. We you know, um, I, I so so the, the the goal with tactic calories is is that flavor that you know small batch like just ridiculous flavor feel aesthetics. But with, with keto rubs, and the company is actually called Flavor Your Fuel LLC, and I think that that's where we want to go. We want to start with this this um, keto rubs as our first kind of buy in there. Okay. Fire salt. Okay. We have another one called Herb Salt. It's uh, doesn't have any heat, you know, because a lot of you know. I, I don't even. Admittedly, I don't like hot, super hot stuff. I, I like flavor, and I like you know some of the stuff we put out. I'm just like it's not as hot as it can be. It's hot as it should be. You know, yeah, fair um, enough. That's so, a good point. Yeah, so so fire salt, F Y R salt. Um, we actually purchased that before we knew what the fire festival situation. <laughs> 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 so, we already bought in, man. I I, I like the name. Um, That's so apropos but, for so many different reasons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so um, we have a couple of cool things coming with there. We're, we're working with a hot sauce manufacturer to to potentially get into some like human optimization via hot sauce. Um, probiotics, CBD, stuff like that. That could really kind of go down a whole different road of things that I don't have time to deal with right now, but we're going to, we're, you know, luckily I have a team that can, that can deal with that, that stuff. So, um, that's really interesting. Those, those two, those few things are, are, are what 2019, um, is going to play out. You know, with tactic calories, we're looking to have a release every month. Hopefully the first week of every month, we're going to have a new release. We have so many, flavors and products that have just been sitting kind of waiting to, to release and we're getting super aggressive in 2019. Um, somehow I, I, I'm not gonna, no, I don't want to take, uh, I don't want to take credit for this, but it seems like tactical seasonings is now an actual category. <laughs> There's several tactical. Yeah. It's bizarre, man. <clears throat> I just had the idea cause I like, like I said, I like all of drab green and I like guns and knives and stuff. Um, but yeah, so, so, you know, I still, we're able to set ourselves apart by the few things that we've talked about today. Um, actually giving a crap what we're doing, um, when we go in every day and, and do this, I mean, that's our, that's our goal. Very cool. So, I, I'm 
Man, that's crazy. All right. So I got to ask, we, we, we mentioned this and I don't want to turn this into like a hot topic because I know there, there are going to be people that get upset with what I say right now. Perfect. <laughs> what type of pellet smoker do you use? Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, man, I use a rack. <laughs> yes, this is very, there's, this is tri- this is such a touchy tri- subject for people. It is, man. It's weird. Right. <laughs> so, so I use a, uh, I use a rec tech. Uh, I have a, a rec tech, um, bowl. It's a size. It's, it's all stainless. Um, I like it a lot. Two weeks ago, I, um, I had the opportunity to hang out with John and Jen Rivet. They are um, very well-known wild game cooks, and they're on Traeger HQ um, Pro Staff. I mean, they they just cooked for Rogan a few weeks ago. So, um, you know, I I'm uh, I, I like the Rec Tech stuff for a few reasons, but I also like the the Traeger stuff. I don't I don't really go too deep. I, what I liked about the, the, the rec tech when I went out to purchase it was, um, it was all stainless steel in the places that it really mattered. Um, especially there in Canada, I mean, yeah. Rochester. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where I live, stainless steel is, a, is, is, a, is required in some situations. And um, the thing I've had it for, I don't know, maybe a year, it's held up super well. Uh, I, but I have nothing against the Traeger stuff. I, I um, they have what, what I'm really impressed about the Traeger stuff is their their app is really cool. Okay, um, yeah. Their their quality of recipes is really cool. Their staff, their their ambassadors, their team is all really cool. I mean, I, I like that they're they're sponsoring Chad Mendez and TJ Dillashaw, UFC fighters, um, all the oh, way cool. to Wild Game Cooks. Yeah, yeah, they do it. They um they actually Traeger sponsored. The um, uh, Chad Mendez had a fight recently, and it was in like Omaha, Nebraska, or something. It was a Heartland type of you know, flyover state. And Traeger yeah. sponsored the post-fight barbecue for him, and I guess it was it was wild. So I, I really dig what they do there. Their stuff. I, I was I messed with it a few weeks ago. I like their stuff. I have no issues with them. But the rec tech stuff. They've been they've taken care of me on a few in a few situations when I when I you know had, had talked to them. Um, I don't know, man. I like it all. I just like cool. it. I use Green Mountain myself. You? So Green Mountain. Um, I, yeah. You yeah. know, when, when I was looking at what I was going to spend and, and where it was kind of like, uh, you know, best bang for my buck for what I, what I was looking for was, uh, was Green Mountain. And I, I mean, I've, I've loved it. It's been great, but, um, you know, my we have to figure that out. I have a, I have a camp, um, in the Southern tier of New York and he has a Green Mountain that he's, there's, there's some benefits to that too. They're awesome. We're so lucky that this is like a thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is because I remember, Oh, and I, I don't know what episode I've talked about, you know, like how smoking made me big, but, uh, you know, having to sit all night to smoke a brisket and the amount of time it would take to manage that fire where I don't yeah. know. I just set that timer, set that temperature and uh, wake up when it's done. Brisket's still challenging. I love brisket, but I've never really been able to like put out a brisket that's as good as like a couple. There's a couple of really good spots around here that can turn out some really good brisket. I haven't been been able to do a very good job um, of that. Admittedly, ribs I can I've pretty much figured that out. I'm a chicken wing guy. Western New York or Western New York, Western Pennsylvania. It's like chicken wing central. So I grew up yeah, on wings. I, I make a lot of wings. Yeah, um, but I, I do ranch, man. Blue cheese sucks. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, blue you can say it. I, I am not a blue cheese fan at all. Blue, yeah, blue cheese and cheese. goat cheese; those are the two cheeses I'm out. Yeah, I don't want either yeah. one. I agree. Yeah, um, I can't. I can't do either. I one day I want to. I think I want to get a Yoder. 
So yeah, Yoder, yeah, if you're listening, yeah, feel nice. free to send me one. I'll tell everybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Yoder stuff's awesome. You know, I, I, I had actually started the whole smoke, my like smoking, um, game. I, oh, what was it? A math, uh, not Matthews. Matthews. No. Um, they look like little college, um, uh, I forget what it was called. But it looked like a little college beer refrigerator. <laughs> it looks like that's exactly what they did. And there's like a oh, master built. Well, I've heard of them. I it's not about like the, they look called. like a refrigerator almost. Or yeah, it wasn't a master built, but it, yeah, it looks like a wine cooler or something. That was cool. It had like a puck that would drop the puck down in. And it would push a new puck in every twenty minutes, and that was really oh, cool. Yeah, no, you know? I don't know what it is. Like we have, we have a camp. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a father, man. I don't want to sit there. Like I dig cooking for people. I dig grilling. I'm starting a podcast called the grill slayer podcast. I, I dig that stuff, but I, um, I, man, I like, I like playing with the kids and not just, you know, know, the challenges of of managing this fire. Now, again, those like Southern Bubba pit master dudes, they kill it. They kill it with like the, the wood fired stuff, man. They do slab stuff. They do so good. Not me, man. I have I'm other sitting here thinking, do. picturing Myron Mixon or whatever. Yeah, is. exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Dude, I watched a video of him once, I, and I don't know the guy. I shouldn't even bring this up, but I, I watched him that, and everything he did just went against sanitation, like basic sanitation. It's really weird, man. I watched some video of him, and he was just like shaking hands and and playing with, like playing with. Uh, 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 and I was, it was crazy. And, and, and all the YouTube comments were like, does anybody realize that he, that like, he hasn't washed his hands in between all yeah, he's, I think, Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, but maybe it's just him. And maybe oh, he's sponsored by some like affiliated with some like, uh, uh, beef, uh, brisket company. I forget snake river or something. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm out. I don't want any of that food either. I, I am yeah, a like, barbecue fan, but it's like, I pray extra hard when I go to one of those like barbecue smoke offs or whatever. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, I just, I just told you, I drove down through, you know, I drove to South Carolina two weeks ago and I was super hungry in mid state West Virginia and I had to roll the dice. So no, not West Virginia, man. It was, it it was a very poor decision of me. And I honestly, what made me think of this story was, was, um, you bringing up the, the oils. Yeah. I think that's what it was. You know, I've eaten enough chicken that I know that it was well cooked. I don't know what happened prior to it, it, but I, I got, I got some chicken wings at a bar and, uh, kept rolling and my god i was sick for like 18 hours afterwards i was just sick and i think i mean all the chicken wings i eat are either you know smoked i I occasionally will bake them smoke them in the rec tech or there's like this local place that does them they do like wood fire wings so i probably haven't had like that level of junk fat as random bar west virginia had i mean who's who knows you know um typically uh, is I think Buffalo Wild Wings uses, uh, I want to say you, they use tallow. That's cool. I like, so the challenge was I was mid state West Virginia at nine o'clock yeah. at night and so I was the, hungry. The solution for that is there's two states that you should never eat in. <laughs> yeah. Two states. Exactly. First, okay. The first one is Maryland. Okay. Ever. ever. Okay. And the second one is West Virginia. Virginia. Got it. Those are, those are West Virginia. Those are the two states. If you're on a road trip, do not eat in either one of those. I had, this is totally unrelated to anything else. So we're throwing it out there now. Um, we did a road trip. My sister went to Georgetown and again, I lived in New York from New York and you know, we drive down and we stop in Maryland. Well, one time on our way back up, 
we're the camper. We camped a lot as kids or what have you. And I, we stopped at the Inner Harbor and we had Chinese food. So Maryland, Inner Harbor, Chinese food. Everybody kind of ate it and they were like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Me, I'm like 14 years old. Uh, I'm like, look, I'm a growing. I need everything. So I ate everybody. I cleaned up everybody's plate. I rode back the rest of the way in the bathroom in the camper the whole the whole way. Oh my god! So Maryland is all. I I will never eat in Maryland again. And if I do, it'll be something like pancakes. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm coming off keto just for that. Yeah, Waffle House never did anybody wrong. Right. Right. So I mean, (laughs) I just gotta find a Waffle House. (laughs) There's some separate truth in that. Um, Listen, man, where can people find you to follow you? And what are the names of the other things you have coming out that people should like to and subscribe? Yeah, my, my, a couple things going on. Obviously, tacticalories.com. I'm sure you'll, you'll link it in the yep. show notes because it is a challenging word to spell. Um, tacticalories.com, tactical calories, but the CAL is shared in the middle, tacticalories. Um, ketorubs.com is where you can find the other uh, products that we, we talked about. We have a couple products coming out in the next couple months. And that's with an uh, S, correct? KetoRubs.com. Yep. Um, I'm going to be starting a Grill Slayer podcast that I'd like to have you guys on at one point. Um, no, I know, I know enough in. cool people that I think it'd be neat to have you guys on. Talking about everything, life behind the grill type of thing. Everything, anything cool I've ever done has been related to food in some way. It's the catalyst. You know, that's my, I, I, I recorded my first one and it was super awkward right? Number one, zero, 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 one. And it's just called food is the catalyst. So is it out? Let's say no. Not yet. (laughs) I'm trying to get a couple. I have a couple. I'd rather have a couple up first. Yeah. yeah, No, I get it. I get it. I think we recorded, we recorded like three before we ever released the first one just because, you know, sometimes things come up. So um, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. But please let me know know what it is. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I don't know, man, I enjoy doing this stuff and it's, I, there's every, every corner. That's the positive thing is like when you're involved with food and, and cooking like this, every corner you turn is just positive, like tribes, you know, yeah. we didn't even they, talk about keto stuff right you know, here really much. And you guys are just all so positive D- meeting Danny. I met, I met Danny through a friend, through a friend, through a friend. And we, we, we met up and had a conversation and it was awesome. The coolest dude ever. You know, yeah, he's, so. he's cool. And you know, it's funny as like, you know, I was, I was saying a little bit ahead of time, my day today has been absolutely insane, bro. Um, but I never, you know, for me, recording a podcast is always one. I think it's because, you know, the guests that are coming on, I've, I've invited, right. They haven't <laughs> just shown up. But I look forward to these things. I know it's always a, uh, a great way to, you know, segue into a relaxing part of my day. And I enjoy it, man. I, I absolutely could not agree with you more. I think that, um, everyone is, is pretty positive in, in this space, you know, in this creative wanting to optimize who they are and how they develop and grow. And it's great stuff. So, um, yeah, we, we appreciate you taking the time to come out. I know that we have a discount code for listeners. It's keto Neo 10. So K E T O N E O one zero. If you go over to tactic calories, um, feel free to get yourself 10% off and yeah, I'll set that up for keto rubs too, guys. Uh, keto Neo 10. I'll set it up on keto rubs.com also. Cool. Appreciate it. So you guys, you heard it. He said it. So it's happening. Cool. Casey's not a liar. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if there's absolutely anything Brittany or, or myself or, or any of the listeners can do, um, 
I can't say that. I can't say any of the listeners can do. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you really are stretching that one just out there, buddy. <laughs> I feel like, you okay. know, what? our listeners are so loyal that if I ask them, if I... I, mean, I it's I, probably I, true, but yeah. you can't say any of them because... Yeah, I mean, we don't want to throw a disclaimer on it, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, our listeners are so loyal that I feel like if, if there was something that really needed to be done, I would randomly come on here and tell people and the three of us or, or myself... I think we'd impact change. I really do believe that people would do it. Yeah. No, I don't want to make a joke out of it, but I, I agree, man. You guys are, I, I love this, this tribe. I'm, I'm so, you know, I'm just kind of getting to meet everybody in it and, and you guys just all have, have, um, just, just cool vibes, uh, front to back. So yeah. thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to my stories. I just have one question. Sure. Uh, I kind of think I know the answer based off of some of what you said before, but <laughs> you're hot. Uh, like how hot are we talking the the hottest stuff we <laughs> it's, it's really tough to like put into that's a loaded question yeah. um we have uh, a ghost pepper uh, it's actually awesome it's a it's a it's a roasted coconut ghost pepper hot sauce that is ridiculous it's that, pretty hot couple, couple drops couple drops and it's i mean it's not out of control um we don't list scoville units because it's kind of a joke anyway um but it's pretty hot um huh we have, so you, we talked about fireforged sea salt. That's kind of upper level family friendly. You can put a little bit of dash. The salt is kind of rate limiting, right? Because you don't want your food to be over salty. So you're not right, going to put a right. ton on it and it's going to just give it like a, and it's actually very, so the fire salt from keto rubs, if you want the American mind, you know, um, Rocky Mountain pink salt, fire salt. Um, that's, that's high end family friendly. Uh, the, the fire taco seasoning is pretty hot. Yeah, it's uh, habanero. It's pretty hot. Um, huh, we also have had so habanero. We, no, well, it can be. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've had enough in my eye that it's it's dangerous. Oh, um, that would definitely be. So, <laughs> um, but we all. What, what I was going to say about the, the fire forged sea salt is we released one called Hellfire Forged Sea Salt, and it has ghost pepper in it, so it's pretty hot. It can get crazy. We have a, we have a uh, uh, um, sausage jerky seasoning that we just kind of called it spicy. It's drop tine uh, jerky seasoning. And we just call it spicy. It's pretty hot too. So if you want like really hot stuff, you know, we have it listed on the site, you know, as is. We typically just put like this is hot or this is not. We either kind of say fr- family friendly or not. Um, but anything that's hot, you, you'll know it. Cause again, I'm a marketer, so it's kind of obvious. It's obvious. It, it, it's obvious it's like, it's hot. It's hot. like I, I like spicy, but I also <laughs> yeah. prefer to be able to taste what I'm eating. Yeah. That's where I, which I, again, from what you said earlier, it sounded like that you kind of try to really find that good balance um, on it. But I was just, yeah. I always been a little bit nervous. I'm like, oh yeah, it'll be okay. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> no, nothing's nothing yet is death hot. We have one that I'm thinking about releasing for um, like October time. That is uh, that is like death hot. Um, I don't know. I, I, I it's just not. The first thing when people talk to, you know, I get this all the time. I'm sorry. I know we, we kind of concluded and we're going to, this is, bonus you're good. This is, yeah. Like this whatever. The, I'm, I'm all in. People, um, people stay here to listen to us talk anyway. Right. Like that's the whole purpose of a podcast. So we're good. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the idea. <laughs> um, so we, when I, like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a teacher. What do you do? I own, I own a seasoning company. The next thing that almost all, oh, like meat seasonings. Yes. Like sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like hot stuff. I just, man, I like the flavor too. 
That's like always, that, that's always like the second thing that I like flavor, you know, I like it hot, but it has to be flavorful. So it's kind of like the, where I kind of try to fall in there. It's like, it can I be just like hot. garlic in just about all flavoring. <laughs> <for me. laughs> yeah. Is there garlic in here? Okay, yeah. we're good. That's good. I have one that's actually key. It's, it's sugar-free and I'm just kind of trying to come up with a name like Italian stallion or something. And it's, it's <laughs> awesome. It's like a, it's like a Tuscan, but it's really good. Um, not crazy garlicky, but it's, 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 it's going to be like our, you know, garlic Italian seasoning. That's probably going to come out midsummer, but oh, all kinds of stuff. Effort. We have thousands of thousands of recipes that are just kind of waiting. Man. So. Okay. That's Thank awesome. You. I'm like, I'm, I'm pumped <laughs> and waiting for that one anxiously. Cool. Yeah. We have a couple, I mean, we could go all day. It's, it's yeah, we have like kind of we should we should come up with a matrix meat meat blend. You do for your, for your damn burger. Just call it a burger burger blend. Yeah, something I, like that. I, I, I am going to send you um, the the next one we're releasing. It's probably going to be called like Bushcraft Blend because it's uh, I mean it's super coarse. Like there's there's literally sticks in it, um, but it's oh, amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's that's crazy. Awesome. Aesthetics wise, it's 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 amazing. Flavor wise, it's it's sweet with a little bit of heat. Um, I don't want to give up too much cause we're, we're probably going to change the formula change a little bit. bit. Yeah. Just a little bit, but we're hoping for, for April for that, um, our work's already rolling. Um, I met so, so many cool dudes down in South Carolina that kind of inspired me to, to, to kind of get in the woods a little bit more and play that game. So we're going to, we're, we're doing some photo shoots and stuff. It'll be fun. Oh, bushcraft cool. it out. I got a buddy of mine, bushcraft. It's all, it's all in. Yeah. All in. Oh, very yeah cool. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure man thank you so much for taking the time out we appreciate it and we will let you know when this is out guys likewise thanks guys thank you the keto matrix podcast where myths are busted science is explained and the keto lifestyle is discussed by industry experts and everyday people alike for more information and support go to the ketomatrix.com